Hi, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today, we are going to try something new. Today, we're going to move away from cooking, because uh, we've been doing a lot of cooking and a lot of plants lately, and I want to go back to the handcraft part you know, making things. So today we're going to have you take out your big book of stuff and look for the recycling area or for the crafting area. It depends on how your book is is really set up. And then once you get to that area, go under natural materials and reuse. Okay? Okay. And what we're going to do is we are going to learn a lot of different ways to recycle Corks. That's right, corks. C O R K S, corks. And you know, one of the best ways to find corks is from bottles that are enjoyed with friends. Whether those bottles are corks of wine or corks of vinegar. Yes, that actually does happen. Or even corks from handicrafts that you find in a craft store. But yes, we're going to recycle them, we're going to reuse them, we're going to repurpose them, and we're going to find all kinds of ways to enjoy them to make our lives a little bit better. So, take out your pen and let's get started. So I think the first thing we need to look at is where does cork actually come from? Because like many things, we are not as close to the means of production from nature as we used to be. So it's no shame to not know where cork comes from. Cork is a natural material and it comes from the cork oak. Most of cork comes from northwestern Africa, but not all. And cork grows in groves because it grows in groves of oaks. Wow, that's a lot of O syllables, isn't it? Oh no. Yes, I know, I know, that was bad, I know. Okay, but seriously, cork comes from oak oak trees, and it's specifically the cork oak. And did you know that a cork tree has to be 40 years old? before it can produce enough cork for a wine stopper. Well, why is that? The reason for that is because the part of the tree that has the cork is the outer bark, and they have to harvest it very carefully. Um, They use a really sharp axe, and they take it out in pieces and sheets. But unlike if you were to girdle a regular tree, that would kill the tree. Cork doesn't die because they know how to take these pieces away from the body of the tree. And the the cork itself, the outer bark, regenerates. So we're not killing these trees, they actually can regenerate. And the farmers know how to do this in a way to not harm the trees and cause them undue disease. So, you know, don't feel bad that, you know, no trees are killed in harvesting cork. All right, that being said, uh, when you're using cork, um, of course, you could always use it for, you know, 
you know, just to, to, you know, cork a bottle or something, but there's so many other ways you can use it and you can buy corks without them being used already. So, you know, we're focusing on the reusables, but you could definitely start it off uh, with the first usage of cork if you buy it by itself. So just wanted to get into where it comes from. Let's go to the next part. So let's say you've finished off some bottles of joy, some wine, and you have been keeping, keeping very meticulously, are you a Virgo? Um, keeping very meticulously all of these, these corks and you've got a little basket or a drawer or a box or thanks to the pandemic, maybe a suitcase full of corks and you want to know what to do with them. Well, one thing that people have done, and it's been going on for a very long time, is they throw their corks into the fire. Uh, They write wishes on the corks and just throw them into the fire to release the energy into the ether. And you can do that. You'll find the smoke is kind of odd, but you can definitely do that. I wouldn't uh, grudge you for doing it. You know, if you want to feed your fire with it, that's an eco-friendly way to do it. Go right ahead. Um, But there are some other things you can do with those quirks. And one of the first things that comes to mind, especially if you're really into the natural lifestyle and you don't mind fishing, some of you are vegan and you don't, and that's fine too. But for those who do fish, then you can use quirks as natural bobbins for when you're fishing. You use them instead of the artificial plastic floaters and you put them in the water and it's an easier way to see when it goes down than to always constantly replenish your your tackle box with artificial plastic floaters. Another good thing about that is if you lose your bobbins, it's not going to hurt anything. You know, eventually it'll disintegrate. It will break down. So you're not hurting anything by putting the cork in the water. And, and this is not a slam against fishermen or fisher people who use plastic bobbins. But if you can use something, uh, again, that's already brought you joy and do something good, why not? Let's go to the next thing. If you are into correspondence, and when I say correspondence, I mean the old style of writing a letter, putting it in an envelope, and collecting stationery to send these letters, you know, as in pen pals, or that's just how you do your regular correspondence, then cork might be something fun that could add a little something. Because you can take cork, carve it, and make your own stamps. You can make literal stamps like a rubber stamp, but it will be made of cork. And then you can put it in a natural ink. We've talked about how to make inks in this podcast before and use them to make little stamps. Or when you seal your envelope on the back, you could take your cork stamp and seal it that way. And another thing you could do, you could definitely use that um, cork as part of the handle for if you're heating up a spoon with wax, 
because not everybody heats the candle wax the same directly on the block. Some people have uh, pots of wax instead of sticks of wax, so they dig it out with a spoon and you could put the cork on the handle to keep your finger from burning while you're heating it up and pouring it on your envelope and then sealing it. So, you know, it's up to you, you know, just a suggestion, but it's another way to use that cork. Let's look at another way. Another way to use cork is to make a bath mat or, you know, a foot mat. And the reason I'm saying bath or foot is because you might even want to put these by a pond or you might want to put them by the pool or even by the sauna, which I know we don't usually get wet in the sauna, but if you're sweating profusely, your feet do get slippery. So even though it's a dry heat, you can still sweat. Don't argue with me. Don't at me. It happens. It happens to me. So... Um, moving forward so you can make a mat and the way you do that is to get a non-slip liner okay you can find those in most uh, handy stores hardware stores but you want a non-slip slip liner and a basket or a suitcase full of corks and you're going to boil them first because you want to make sure they're thoroughly saturated first that they are cured in that way so that they're the right size okay and then you'll let them dry but the thing is you want to before they're all the way dry you want to cut them in half cut them in half with an exacto knife or some other very sharp cutting implement cut them in half vertically and the reason you're doing that is because you're laying them flat side down the long way on the bath mat so once you've got you know, on the non-slip liner. So once you've got them all done and you've got them all sliced in half the long ways or vertically, you're going to place all of these corks onto the bath mat non-slip liner until it completely covers it. There should be a little bit sticking out around all of the edges. Uh, you know, you want a little bit of, of room there for them to expand or contract. Once you've got that done, you're gonna let them dry a little bit longer until they're nice and dry and then you're going to go back over them and you're, you're going to lift each of those corks up working from the center and going outward and cover the bottom of them with either super glue or uh, wood glue is even better so a good wood glue a gorilla glue and glue them into place okay and you're going to do this from the inside, most corks, uh, innermost corks, all the way to the out edges, the outward edges. And once it's completely covered, all of the corks are completely glued into place, let it dry for a good 24 hours. Once that's done, you can use it. And, and this is really good because this way... It's a natural material, and it's really non-slip that way. It takes a lot to slip on cork because it will take that water and it kind of like sucks it to your foot a little bit. You'll see when you start using it, um, but don't oversaturate it because once they're oversaturated, it's a whole different ballgame. Also, remember, oversaturating cork and leaving it to be wet for long periods of time with no way to dry will disintegrate this mat. So it's a fun mat, it's a cute mat, but don't abuse it. Make sure using it for what it's for is what's best. 
Another thing you can use this for is for earrings. Cork is great because you can stick things in it and pull things back out of it. So you can make an earring rack out of just taking a bunch of cork, or a bunch of corks, like the wine bottle corks, putting them in a small container like a flat cookie tin. You know the cookie tin I'm talking about. The kind that the Danish cookies come in. Glue them all in there so that the tops of the corks are sticking out and then set it on your dresser or on your vanity. And you know, you can dress it up, decoupage it or something, make it gorgeous. And you can stick your earrings in there and they will go in and not be lost and they won't get damaged. And it's a great way to make sure you know where everything is. You could even dress it up by putting in little dried flowers in between the corks before you glue them down and putting a little bit of essential oil on the top of the corks so that it seeps in can give you a really nice air freshening effect as well. So not only is it beautiful to the eye and saving an accessory to be beautifying you, it is beautifying the air as well. And you're recycling, which is always great. Let's move on to the next thing you can do. Another thing you can make with cork is a cork head doll. And the way you do that is you get yourself a large square of material, preferably a quilting square. And in the very center, you're gonna put your cork and pull the material up and put a rubber band or a string tie. And that gives you your head. Your head. And then the other material is kind of hanging down, kind of like a little ghost or something. And you can cut the material or you can use ties and rubber bands uh, and just fold it to where it has arms and legs and it's the cheapest easiest doll you can ever make and you can just give it to kids and it will take an abuse it takes a lot of beating up if they just drop it and if they drop it in the pond guess what you can retrieve it because it can float on the top which never let children be by ponds unattended just saying but it's fun you can hang these little dolls all around as decorations too let's say you have a picnic and you want to hang little streamers well these dolls give a little country kitchen kind of feel you can make aprons for them you can make bonnets for them it's really cheap it's really easy and if you are one of the people who gives those brownie in a jar or a cake in a jar gift kind of things you can wrap this little doll around the gift and the little cork head sticks up on the top and you can stick a note that says hi thinking of you or something like that it's just a little campy kind of thing um, you can easily find uh, doll bonnets to put on its little head and that way it's just a little faceless doll you know no no big deal it's just fun um, if you want to stuff the little body if you take the time to you could actually take the whole bottom of it and make the whole bottom a body and add little spindly arms and legs. It's really up to you how you want this to go. It's just a fun thing. And, and, and it, it's really difficult to explain it, but once you do it the first time, you'll know what I'm talking about. And if you make this doll, please let me know. You can upload it to the Shire and let me know how it went, okay? Now we get to one of my favorites, 
this is something that is fun to do, especially with your friends. And it's it's cheap. And it's one of those things you do at the beach or you do in the backyard or in the meadow when you have all day to relax and drink wine and collect more corks or, you know, drink grape juice or whatever it is you wish, have a picnic and sit down and have something you want to sketch or draw. And then you can have a nice little fire pit where you have a brazier of coals or you have a barbecue pit and you've, you know, made your dinner there, or your lunch there, and you can throw in some corks uh, to where they're just smoking on the ends, you know, put them around the edge of the coals until they get a little burned. Or you can do this with your fire starters as well, or with a lighter. And you can take the burnt ends of cork and use them to sketch. You can make these really beautiful sketches with burnt cork ends. It acts almost like a black crayon kind of thing, but not. And it gives a really unique texture and look to your designs. We talked in an earlier segment about how to cut cork down. So if your cork is too wide to give you the definition you want, you can pre-cut them by soaking them and then cutting them when they're a little easier to work with. Or you can kind of crumble them down if you have the patience. Or you can get smaller corks so that you can use them more as a thick pencil and you can make uh, cork themed sketches and it's fun it's not expensive and it's something that's like a keepsake that you wouldn't get anywhere else then you can take the corks that are left over and take pieces of them crumble them down and glue them to the frame that you use to exhibit these pictures something I haven't seen anyone else do and I like to do this I've done it twice and I might do it again this summer I'm not sure and this is something you do if you are having a retreat or a, a circle of friends who are getting together to think about positive things and just have a, a day where you make wishes and you want to focus on healing or wellness or good love and light energy and that is to take a ring of flowers and you know bless them, pray over them, whatever your belief is, and make wishes for healing and helpfulness throughout the world or throughout whatever target you're picking. Like maybe you want to heal the community or you want to wish for someone to get better or something like that. And then you're going to take those flowers and you're going to put them to the side, take some corks, okay? And you're going to hollow out just a little bit of a hole, like about the size of a pencil, straight through the cork, put a tiny bit of either glue, you know, white glue or gum, stick the flower through there, and you can either glue them to a paper boat, that's right, paper boats, you know how to make a paper boat, or you can glue them to just a paper doily, and, you know, suspend them midway to where the paper is like just at the halfway point so half is in the water half is out of the water and the flower is sticking out of the top and set them afloat on a stream nothing in this activity is going to harm the environment and it will be a pretty reminder to let them just float down and see your wishes carried on the stream it's a really pretty thing to see you can do it in a pond by your home as well or if you have a backyard pond you can put those wishes in the backyard too 
and it really makes a lovely sight, especially if you're using colored paper to make the paper boats. I guess that's what we're going to leave it at for today. There's a lot more things you can do with corks, uh, but I think we want to keep this episode a little short. I think, yeah, I'm sure we're going to do corks again, like a part two, but I think this is enough to get you started just for today. You know, I always love sharing these fun little ideas with my friends, and we're friends, right? So, you know, when I get a chance to... I get excited. I I get there's something that makes my heart smile when I get to share these things with you. And that phrase comes from my my cousin Kima. Uh, She's the one that taught me the phrase, make your heart smile. But talking with you really does make my heart smile. And it makes my day. It makes my week. It just makes everything better. You know? So if you get a chance to collect some corks, you know, try these projects. Let me know how it went. Drop me a line in the Shire under my Magical Cottage Core Life on Facebook or in the Facebook group and let me know how your project went. Do you do other projects already? Let me know. I really want to hear from you. I really want to know what you think. So I'll see you next time here on my Magical Cottage Core Life.